Area 52 UFO Tales The Strange Tale of Tom Preston UFOs in Atlantic, North Atlantic The Strange Tale of Lieutenant Tom Preston and perhaps all more mysterious is Tom Preston's a false name. According to UFO research and author Walter N. Webb who could who would take the account in 1984, Preston still felt need to protect his identity, despite the events he would speak of taking place over two decades ago in 1963. Furthermore, as these reports of many like them come to light as whistleblowers volunteered information, the government files became disclassified. Possible links began to suggest themselves to other cases instead. Indeed, in isolated instances began to look more are more like bigger pictures that require solving. While many people will first imagine UFO sightings over a lonely road or in the middle of an otherwise quiet countryside, there are many multiple sightings of strange crafts over the planet's waters. Many even speak of these objects emerging from or even entering these waters, suggesting there's a plethora of theories arranged from underwater portals to top-secret alien bases at the bottom of the Earth's oceans. Preston states the Royal Navy ship, just off the coast of Norway, suddenly had a craft on their radars. It would have been seemingly break the surface of the water, disappearing rapidly below. There was non-specific exercises. While only 29 years old, Preston who had vast experience of the ship's radar sonar systems. As such, he would be the centre of the events as they began to unfold in all. Webb put forward that Preston is a very credible witness. And know a co-worker at the Boston Museum of Science first brought his attention to Preston's story, Raleigh Wilcox, knowing Webb's interest in such things, would tell him of Preston's account. Wilcox's friend had married Preston, and she settled in the United States. The object had sh- shown on Preston's radar screen out of n- nowhere, suggesting to him it travelled at great speed. It came to a complete stop, although not visual confirmation came forth. Other ships in the location were confirmed that two had the object on their screen, radar screens. This ruled some kind of malfunction of the radar or sonic equipment. Once under the water, they managed to track it for several minutes. However, due to the absolute speed, it moved. Before long, it was out of range. Following the count, Preston and the crew will be subject to reminders that he has signed an official secrets act. He must not, under any senses, speak of the day's events. Even more startling to Preston was the fact that the ship's Logbook was replaced with a brand new one, an empty one. Slightly south of Preston's ship position in the North Sea, off the coast of England, north co- east coast of England, another strange event would unfold in the summer of 1977. The incident came to shortly like, after three decades later in 2005, when classified files came into public domain. They only came about due to the request under the Federation of Information Act would force them a hand. Flight Lieutenant A.M. Wood would make a report from RAF Bloomer in Northumberland. 
he would clearly see strange bright objects hanging over the North Sea. Estimations would suggest the objects be about 5,000 feet in the air and 3 miles from the coast. The radar system on the base also displayed their presence. Furthermore, two more servicemen sat in the pocket post of the base, made reports observing the floating lights. According to their records, the lights remained visible for at least 90 minutes before simply vanishing. Many other reports of strange sightings over many of the planet's seas, oceans and lakes occur each year. The sample is the chilling cats of Puffin Island and turn at the claims of alien base of coastal royals. These sightings often refer to UFOs and identified submerged object. According to a recently classified CIA file, Rosaya sighting report from a Russian merchant sailor occurred in June 1984 while aboard the Soviet ship Gori Alexander Globia witnessed a strange upside down flying plane type object in the skies over the Mentonian Sea. A metallic looking object shined brightly in the early morning evening sun. Globus vantage point was such that he could report the underside of the craft to be two circles that were rotating and counter the other. The airborne vessel movements made it clear it seemed it rode an invisible wave of evening skies. These waves would take the vehicle higher and higher, eventually taking it out of sight completely. Even stranger than in Gober's encounter are claims put forward by a former Chilean naval admiral, Georgia Mantillas, with state on Chilean television that UFOs did exist. He also made a claim that he was a witness to two separate sightings of silver in the seas. One is his sightings in particular proved to be particularly intense. A huge metallic craft pushed out from beneath the waves of the sea. As it did so, the ship's navigating equipment went into meltdown. Even the radar would fail to work properly. The former animal's experience told him that a sudden strong magnetic force was responsible for this. When the object left this area, the ship's equipment would return to normal. Perhaps the most intriguing UFO sightings over water took place at Maslin Beach in Australia in 1993, not least because a witness managed to both several photographs of the craft as proof of this sighting. Many people remain unconvinced by both accounts of beaches. It's worth looking at them. Eric Thompson, enjoying the early morning sun of Australian summer in March 1993, suddenly had something catch his attention. From his position he could see a huge object rising quietly out of the sea and head his way. On his journey a second object would also rise from the waters below in spinning motion. It slowly made its way underneath the first craft and appeared to connect with it. The two objects becoming one. Thompson continued to take any as many pictures as he could before the craft shot off at high speed. Twelve years later, while sitting on Chang, Changjun 
Aru Beach in Malaysia at 7 a.m. George Matajung and his wife would have a similar account. After dropping his daughter at school, Matajung came to the beach to relax before it came busy later in the day. Upon sitting, they, saw, they could see an odd movement in the water, as if something had moving towards Kota Kabalia Airport. A ripple in the water soon gave way to a solid object that rised upwards while maintaining its course. Madeleine would later state how silent the craft and surrounding area had suddenly become. They both followed the object until it had gone out of shot.